podcast with Anthony Stevens and Damian Rip. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Through the Land podcast. This is episode 107. Uh, thanks for tuning back in. Uh, today is just another In Abundance of Thoughts episode, and we really did go off the rails in this one. Just a little bit. Yeah. I don't even know where we fucking started. I don't even know either, but that's the beauty of this. Something like marriage or something. Oh, was marriage. And then it went into war. We talk about war a lot in this podcast. <laughs> so do you fuck with the war? You fuck with... Fuck little dicky. <laughs> At least you knew what I was talking about. I love that line though. Sure. It's beautiful. Okay. It's just awkward. Yeah. Okay. Please enjoy episode 107 of the Three We have the meats. Do you? Yeah, I have enough. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It's, it's not one of those situations where they ask if it's in. No. no, no, at least not on a regular basis. Yeah, not on a regular basis. Okay, so, but yeah, well, it's better than I'm doing. <laughs> I've been with the same woman for eight years. She you still uh, broaden your horizons. No, I'm married. <laughs> I'm good. We're, I'm done. No mas. I'm done. Not only would I not want another female, I couldn't handle another female. Yeah, I've heard like a lot of people, if they get divorced or whatever, that they don't want to marry again. because No like, fucking way. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even divorced. Know, no yeah. fucking way. Yeah. Dude, it is... N- In modern society, there's no real justification for getting at least remarried because you already signed a contract to give all your shit to somebody. If you decide, Hey, I don't want to be here. If you do that a second time, you're a fucking idiot. Facts. And on top of that, there's no reward for literally like really getting married anymore. Like roles have changed so much that like people don't rely on each other the same way anymore. Yeah. So it's like most of the time (laughs) women would marry a guy for financial security, a house, and they'd take care of, the kids, the cleaning and cooking and all that. Now, yeah. every, everybody goes to work and everybody does this. I have to. You yeah. do, yeah. yeah. With modern economy. But on top yeah. of that, it's like, if you're both already making your own money, what's the fucking point? Most people just settle with common law marriage and if well, shit yeah, gets too like, hard, they're like, okay, I'm done. If you, uh, if you live with someone long enough, you're legally married anyway. Yes. And... If you per- choose to pursue it, you can sue them and actually do a like traditional divorce. I want a divorce. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I'm not gonna. Lie. I, I I think I probably would get married. Oh no! Like, like once. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. It's hard to say. Oh no! J- trust me. The one thing I always wanted growing up, and I've talked about this on recent podcasts, is like a wife and kids. Yeah. I'm very happy with where I'm at, but like, if for whatever reason, and I don't even like talking this way because it's like. That door's closed. I'm not getting a divorce. But if yeah. it were to ever happen, I'm just going to go find and put my dick in whatever will let me. <laughs> and then, cool, have a nice night, never going to fucking see you again. Type yeah. shit. I'm not worried about you creating You wouldn't even another. be in a relationship? Yeah. It'd have to be someone really special, and they'd also have to be very understanding of me not wanting to get married again. Oh, okay. And I that's, feel 
If you probably you meet a lot of people like that anyway. Oh, yeah. Nowadays. My like grandfather was married three times. Well, both of my uh, biological grandfathers have been married three times. I don't see the point. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. Yeah, no. My uh, my biological grandfather and my grandma, you met Nana. Uh, mm-hmm. After they got divorced, she never remarried. She's like, yeah, that shit's for the birds. Like, it's exactly my mindset. Okay. I just, I don't see the point in doing it over and over again. It works for some people. But third time's the charm shouldn't really be the fucking rule of thumb. No, because how much money have you lost at that point? Yeah. I'm already Mm. broke. You want half of nothing? Take it. Like, fuck me. Do you think you should sign, like, a prenup with somebody before you get married? Um, I feel like you should. I think it all depends on the situation. Because regardless of what your prenup says, all it protects you from is the amount of everything you had before you entered the relationship. Does it protect the stuff you'd had before? Yes. Okay. Anything you gain thereafter is both of your property, and it needs to be split down the middle regardless. What if you bought something with your own? Like, It's still technically her money, too, at that point, because Damn. it was purchased during the marriage. Okay. So. I feel like, and if you ask, because you have to ask the other person, obviously, if they want to do that, and if they get offended, then it's probably not a good sign. Yeah. No, 100%. <laughs> the idea that anybody would even argue... Uh, against a prenup is already a red flag. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, so you are just after the money. Because otherwise, there's no reason to worry about it. Yeah. And I know some people will make the arguments. I've even heard fucking Steve Harvey say this, that if you're going into a relationship and you're asking them to sign a prenup, the relationship already has a expiration date, which I think is bullshit. It's all mindset. Mm-hmm. Just... It's one person trying to protect the shit they've worked their entire life for and another person being like, okay, cool. You can keep all that. I don't need it because I'm not yeah. in it for that. Yeah, if and you if, have anybody fighting, it's a problem. Yeah. If you have no, if you trust the other person, then you wouldn't get mad. Yeah. You're like, All right. Oh yeah. And I've, I've watched enough stuff. I've seen movies, everything where it's just like, it does not seem worth doing that. I had nothing when I met my wife, so I wasn't worried about it. She could have all that shit. Yeah. Even now, I don't have anything. She can still have all that shit. Like, <laughs> we're good. And yeah. if if I were to fucking get huge and famous and rich and for some reason stuff like that didn't work out, she is entitled to half. Like, fucking take it. Yeah. Because it takes a special kind of person to stand by people when they're doing shit like that anyways. And it's only sensible that certain people would get tired of yeah. that shit. Like, if my situation, if that mm-hmm. happened and I wasn't with somebody and I dated someone after it, I would definitely have to do that. Oh, yeah. Because, I yeah, that, that's a big... Um, yeah 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 it's rough yeah not only see that's where stuff gets really hard because then you start dragging your kids and everything through it in the spotlight yep seen it it's fucking rough yep been through it you didn't even do it in like public eye like no yeah it felt pretty public oh (laughs) it's it all your family knows what's going on i've witnessed it with my own family like my parents thank god are still together but i've witnessed both of my aunts get a divorce one of my uncles get a divorce multiple other family members go through shit like that and it's just like holy shit you do not realize how like traumatizing that could be a for the parties involved and the children especially yep because they get to see all of the like untamed rage that the people have towards each other especially if it's a volatile relationship Mm -hmm. like it's terrifying yeah that's why i think like 
communication is like the main key overall. Oh yeah. Like especially being able to talk to each other. Oh yeah. Because like if you don't talk to each other, that's when problems arise. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, <laughs> I will. We'll touch on this real quick, just because we've already gone far enough into this whole like marriage thing. Marriage story. Um, I've listened to a video recently. And you know how, like, you can fall down, like, rabbit holes, and you can be like, oh, like, this person makes a whole lot of sense. Then you'll find something else they said, and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. (laughs) We've all seen enough clips from Andrew Tate at this point, and enough of everything. There are certain times where I'm like, okay, like, I kind of get what he's saying. Yeah. And then there are the times where he's like, oh, I should be able to go fuck whoever I want, because, like, uh, what's the the word he likes to use? Um, I don't think I heard that uh, one. High, uh high value men uh should be able to basically have relationships and go have sex with whoever they want to outside of those relationships because as a high value man you can essentially like spread your seed and you don't have to worry about as much of the repercussions coming back whereas if you're a high value woman and you're going out and doing it you're stuck with the repercussions it's shit like that and the fact that (laughs) you have the whole uh what do you call a key that opens many locks the master Master, log making that whole analogy it's kind of bullshit and it's fucked up and then what do you call a lock that's opened by many keys keys. it's a shitty lock (laughs) it's fucked up but like you start drifting towards stuff like that and you're like okay there's the full stop like you can't make sense of some of this shit yeah it's fucking great that's why i feel like with about a lot of a lot of like right wing personality people Mm -hmm. like sometimes i'm like okay i can agree with that but then like literally the next two sentences i'm like how that fucking happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's there's like a really hard line, but like the just because we were talking about the marriage, I had to bring it up because it's like some people actually do think that way. They're like, oh, know, if crazy. I'm successful and I'm doing this, I it's usually people who aren't worth anything or pieces of shit. Oh yeah, and don't get me wrong, there are the exceptions, but like you got your like Dan Bilzerian, your Andrew Tate's, your people like that, really high profile that they go do whatever the fuck they want, and there are like no repercussions. Yeah, and you can pull women and. It's sad. You'll see that you can ask a woman, would you rather have a guy who makes 100K a year and cheats or 25K a year and is faithful? 95% of them are still taking the 100K a year with a cheater just because of it. Security matters. Mm -hmm. So that fucking sucks for most normal people. Yep. So that automatically is just like throwing half of it out there. I've learned a lot of statistics that are fucking scary, though. Like, like what? Uh, one out of three men have uh, ED. <laughs> no, one out of three men in the United States today are either virgins or haven't had sex in over a year. Wait, what's the number? one in three men? Holy shit! Yeah, it's fucking insane. And the even more disturbing part is that the top ten percent of men are having sex with the top sixty percent of women. So, like, that's why we have, like, such a large, quote-unquote, incel population now. is because, like, essentially the successful people are being pussy hogs. And it's not working out. <laughs> that's the statistic. Yeah. It's insane. Well, I wonder why, like, a lot... So, you're saying, like, a lot of dudes are virgins because other guys are taking up the... Yeah. That's, I think bullshit though That's because there's so like many women yeah like, a lot of guys who are virgins probably just yeah. either don't but try or i don't know it's also something we also always grew up with 
seeing it from different points of view, you were always like, why does the dickhead get all the girls? Mm. It's shit like that because all the women are typically chasing after the same guys. That's why, and I hate saying this, that's why you'll find, you ever watch Idiocracy? Long time ago. Okay. So the very beginning of the movie essentially kind of explains this too. But essentially, you have a conservative couple who will wait and wait and wait until the market's right for them to have kids because it has to be like the perfect time for them to bring kids in the world, be responsible and all this shit. And then you have homeboy in the trailer park who's fucking the girl in this trailer, that <laughs> yeah. trailer, that trailer, and the one like three blocks over. And he has like 40 fucking kids and eventually society just keeps getting dumber and dumber because we're only breeding with stupid people. Mm. So it's kind of that same thought process because for some reason it seems people only want people that treat them like shit. And the people that are more confident and able to do that are like the top 10% of men, as they say, and they're sleeping with the top 60% of women is what the statistic is. Yeah. I don't know where they're getting their research, but yeah, it's I don't know. parroted like crazy. That's crazy. So marriage is a troublesome idea, <laughs> yeah. especially these days. I wonder if it'll ever like stop. No. You don't think it will? <laughs> I would love it to stop, but honestly, I've lost a lot of hope for just society in general, because as soon as you start thinking we're heading in a good direction, shit just falls apart again. Like, I was excited. Gas prices were going down. And yep. now, now people are still trying to blame the president. And like, don't get me wrong, I, I'm not a fan, but it's not even his fault at this point. People just want to point the blame at any fucking person they can. Like, do you think he's in control of Suncor shutting down and fucking everything up? Yeah, it's just a natural thing to do. If there's a problem, people want to find something to because it makes them feel better about it. I guess I oh, don't yeah. know. It's like the meme towards the end of uh, Obama's terms, where it was just always thanks Obama. Yeah, and you're like. He had no control over this. Yeah, that's yeah, but a lot of people don't get that. Yeah, or don't want to get that. I mean, that's fair. yeah. It's kind of reminds me of the Demar Hamlin shit. He finally came out and posted a video and shit talking to everybody. Uh-oh. And there's still people claiming that it's a deep fake or whatever. And they try to like circle tattoos on his arms compared to this. I'm like, you guys are fucking uh, retarded. People will go <laughs> for whatever they can. Yeah, I'm like. And it's crazy how like people are such followers that they'll like it like one thing comes out from one side and everybody goes on it. Oh yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. I always try my hardest to stay away from like conspiracy theories and shit like that too, because it's like it is such an easy rabbit hole to follow down. Especially if you don't like have any self control. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I've seen people talking about how they think and I I'm I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, I'm not saying what works which way, whatever. But I've seen a lot of people saying shit like Damar Hamlin, uh, the whole heart thing was because of the COVID vaccine. And I'm like, people are really reaching now. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of them said that he died from the vaccine as a body double, but it's, he's clearly alive. Yeah, that's how you and, know you're drinking the fucking Kool Aid. Like, yeah, and it fucking works. It makes you wonder, like, are these, like, top people on either side they know they probably know what they're doing because they oh, know yeah. people are going to cling on to it like it makes you wonder do they believe half of the shit they say or is it like they believe to a certain point but they just like do it because people are gonna like get them clicks and clout and shit i think more people believe it than me and you both would like to think mm. um that's scary yeah <laughs> uh, do you not remember the event in dallas last year where everyone was lined up waiting for jfk jr to come back oh yeah thousands of people yep. how 
We need to start something up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, you can be an actual Jedi or some shit, or like, just anything. It's fucking there's some insane. sort of there's some sect of whatever group in the country that will buy it and like have a A24 Midsummer Warship group. Yeah, that's why like Aaron Lewis is a genius too in the songs <laughs> he writes because like. You know, fucking you know how easy you we maybe we need to do that angle america yeah just something like super pro america even if it's bullshit and people will fucking eat it up until they find out that you were trolling them and then you're like no matter hanging. you got all their fucking money anyway <laughs> oh people are stupid i mean i think we have enough evidence of that yeah and like, i'm stupid sometimes oh i'm but i'm not the, that stupid no yeah I, you're not gonna fool me with everything but yeah. i will be the first person to admit there is shit i am definitely ignorant about like yeah. i have no clue how the fuck a vehicle like actually like works and fits together unless i sit there and take hours and like take pictures of how i'm taking everything apart and like as i'm putting it back together otherwise i'm fucking lost and everyone expects to be able to know how everything runs all the fucking time and have like a perfect opinion does not work yeah and that just goes with anything oh, yeah literally everything like everyone needs to be right about everything i don't get that anymore either. yeah like i used to feel that way because i think that's just kind of how you're taught mm-hmm. like you're you're kind of expected to try to be right about everything yeah and we get so lost in the whole idea of try that it's just like it becomes a conviction even if you're fucking wrong people will scream shit from the rooftops that is completely false yeah and a lot of it is like because when you're a kid you want to like impress other kids oh yeah or girls and i think that's a part of it too oh you want to impress other people that really don't give a shit about you yeah well Um, and that goes with like even like how you dress and how you act and what you do everything a hundred percent yeah it even reminds me of a a stand-up bit that tom segura has Mm. where he talks about how when he was a kid his dad told him that uh tommy lee jones was gay (laughs) and so he kept going around and telling everybody that like his entire life he's like yeah i found this out for my dad and then he ended up telling somebody after he got into the movie biz or whatever and he's like, hey, did you know Tommy Lee Jones was gay? And he's like, no, he's fucking not. I hang out with him and his wife every weekend. And he's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. And he's like, he went and talked to his dad. He's like, hey, um, I just found out that Tommy Lee Jones is not gay. What the fuck's this? But he's like, oh, my bad. Thought he was. <laughs> and like some people are able to let their convictions go super easy. And then I, you see other people where you're like, okay, like some shit's about to go down. Like we need, all need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's, it's insane like the whole idea of like karens and shit like that yeah and it's like social media is a place where it's crazy like that too like because i purposely go on there and like try to piss people off and it works <laughs> oh i've you've sent me enough screenshots where i'm like i feel like <laughs> i feel like <sighs> like i know what i'm doing but these people don't get it <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like and, and i definitely get what you're doing too but like the, how seriously some people take it just blows my it's fucking twitter yeah and facebook and everything else like it's like sometimes i'll just say stuff that's actually true to people and then like 85 percent of the other time i'll just purposely say shit to piss people piss people off <laughs> right it, it just oh it just blows my mind yeah it it's stuff like this and just kind of circling back around to it that it just like solidifies my idea that we will never progress past fist fights and arguments no like we haven't had a major war in 
15 years? Would you call that a major war? I Af- guess. Afghanistan? Like, it took over the world for a minute. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right, like 15 yeah. years. When did it start? 01? Yeah. Publicly, at least. <laughs> yeah, because you know, that's still connected to what was going on in the 90s. Yeah, till like Desert two, Storm. Yeah, and so I guess, I don't know. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, it, It's a fucking war for oil. Just plain and simple. That's all it is. It, yeah, it's resources. Um, no weapons of mass destruction. Because we gave them weapons. <laughs> right. yeah. It's a fucking real solid alibi there, fellas. Um, but yeah, no, it's just Bush. it's shit like that. And like, we've been separated from that for so long. And before that, the biggest one I can remember is Vietnam. Nam. No, and you had like the Cold War, but technically not a single fucking shot was fired except for like maybe the excuse of like the Bay of Pigs and stuff like that. That was the closest we got to World War Three. Yes. I think it'd be cool to have another Cold War like some real like espionage spy type of shit like in suits to a degree i agree (laughs) to a degree i agree um i think it could be troublesome spies i think that information is so readily available now that another cold war probably would cause world war three but if we're able to go off of the way that like the cold war progressed science and just everything in general yeah it would be great to have another one like space travel if it didn't yeah if it didn't lead to another world war i'd be all about another cold war could you imagine where we'd be at as a humanity if we can every country would just work together and like try to advance in like technology and travel like, oh yeah. space and everything we'd at we'd probably be like we'd probably have like livable like areas or whatever on other planets by now oh 100 percent. also i want to just recontextualize what i just said i would not be all about another cold war because i'm aware <laughs> a lot of atrocities still happened uh, i just wanted to make sure i fixed like, that, give me that shit again it was not okay um because like the mccarthy shit and all that where mccarthy shit. Uh, mccarthyism uh where they basically like oh you created mcdonald's <laughs> no uh Basically, like, widespread panic trying to force people to out their neighbors if they were Russian and, like, it was essentially... COVID. The way we treat Mexican people at the border. <laughs> like, yeah. it was kind of that, but, like, a lot more violent and a lot more, like, oh, if you have anything to do with the USSR, you're a spy, you're, you're evil. Fucked. Like, they legitimately wanted to, like, persecute these people. Like, almost like it was, like, Japanese World War II internment camps. Like, stuff like that. So, definitely don't want to go back to anything of that caliber. Yeah. But, like, just as far as, like, the space race and stuff like that goes, that would have been fantastic. Yeah. It would be better if we could all just work together and shut the fuck up, though. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to take. Honestly, what it would take is a bunch of, well, that or, like, just younger people from every country like coming together because if you think about it a lot of the problems come from like the older people and government in every country beefing with each other oh 100 because if you got because i've seen it like like if you only like i don't know if it's like it's pretty simple but like bones and like ghost made all these people go over to russia and start performing you know oh, like yeah. unified like our age groups are oh yeah like imagine if they had just all all of us got just <laughs> together and did shit it's all indoctrination it's nationalism yeah. it's it's literally like, it's all about raw, raw taking care of your own people. If you like have anything good to say about another country, then you're against our, your own country yeah. and yada, yada, yada. But at the same time, like, here's the thing that baffles me. We're so concerned with 
free speech. We're so concerned with freedoms and all this other stuff here, right? Yeah. And everybody, and I'm not discrediting it. I don't care how it sounds anymore, though. Everybody wants to com- co- complain about racism here and slavery and stuff here. And that was 150 years ago, almost at this point. Slavery? Yeah. I thought it was longer than that. 18-something. Oh, okay. Um, but there's literally still slavery going on right now in Africa. <clears throat> and no yeah. one blinks an eye or even tries to fight for them. Yeah. It's always just about right here, right now, what's good for me. Like, I think we should get everything fucking under wraps, get everybody out of situations like that, and then maybe we could all fucking work together. Yeah. But it's always what's front-facing, what you're able to see, and how it affects you. The yeah. fact that people don't want to say anything because it makes it to where we can get our fucking cell phone batteries cheaper because they're mining cobalt and some parts of like South Africa and the Congo and shit like that with slave labor, people won't bat an eye. They'll still use their phones. I mean, fuck, we do it. Yeah. But no one bats an eye and they just want to focus on the shit that's going on right here. If we would actually focus on making sure everybody else was okay and not making shit worse here in the interim, we could potentially eventually get where we need to be. Yeah. There's just too many talking heads and too many people pushing back. Yeah. Cause then you run into the whole idea of like certain people saying like, no, we need to help our own country, but nobody really helps our own country anyway. No. So it's like, nobody's helping anybody. <laughs> yeah. It's all just lip service. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time that a policy was enacted in our country that actually made a difference to anybody who's currently living? Yeah. Un- unless you want to go with your super specific stuff to prevent like all these extra laws that people have put into place out- off of the backs of like their kids passing away and stuff like that to yeah. like mass murders or how we have the Amber Alert system now. It's like while that is a huge tragedy, it's one of the only things we've gotten out of like politics that's actually made a difference in society today. But everybody would rather sit here and worry about plastic bags. And don't get me wrong, I get that it's important, but isn't there other shit we should have focused on first? Yeah. Like, it's a winding fucking road that just feels like it never ends. Yep. It's bananas. Basically, humans suck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've ruined the earth. Oh, the, yeah. We've Long ruined uh, everything. Basically. I ruined my own life. <laughs> Be like fucking uh, Charleston Heston in Planet of the Apes at the end. Oh, he fucks it. <laughs> no, the Statue of Liberty scene. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's... Damn you. Damn you. <laughs> Damn you all to hell. Don't the say day the after next tomorrow. Part. Oh, that is a good fucking movie. I want that to happen. No, I don't. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to die that way. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to die that way. I don't want to die. How would you want to die? In my sleep. (laughs) If I'm honest, like that's... Yeah, but that's not cool. I mean, I don't want to die cool. I I want to die cool. I want to die peacefully. I don't want to die in a fucking Ferrari going 190 down a short road. Yeah, but what if you think... What if that's what you like to do and you think it's cool? I don't. (laughs) Well, then you don't. What do you like oh. to do? You like to fucking put loincloths on and swing swords around. What if you accidentally slit your own throat like... Uh, oh, I can't even say that reference because you haven't seen the movie. 
Oh, you bastard. What and movie? And I won't even say it now because then you'll just know what the twist is. I swear to God, if it's Infinity Pool, I'll lose my fucking mind. No. Okay. It's a movie that came out last year. That was him. That wasn't even going to say that. That was, it was, it was a good movie. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> fuck. And it was a movie I've talked about multiple times. I told you to watch it. You said you watched it, but you still haven't watched it. And I don't know how, much, how long ago that was. And I told you to watch this movie. It's an A24 movie. And you said, okay, I'll watch it. But you still haven't watched it. And it's available to rent, but you still don't watch it. So it's not everything everywhere all at once. Um, <laughs> Have you seen it? You've yeah. seen it. You yeah, finally saw it. it. You saw yeah. it. What do you think? It's everything. I think we talked about this last week. It's fantastic. Okay. We I, did, but we didn't like talk about it in uh, depth. We didn't talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, either. we didn't. We talked about it beforehand. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, uh, really enjoyed the acting for Michelle Yeoh. The daughter was really good. Honestly, I was surprised with her. I'm acting. glad she got an Oscar. I was a bit pissed if she didn't. My favorite thing is like it feels super personal. When she's like talking to her and then she starts singing and then she says into a bagel and I was like, you'll be fucking kidding me. Yeah. I was like, what just happened? Yeah. Um, like that was like a really weirdly powerful moment and it just like it completely caught me up off at any point at that point specifically. It's just it felt super personal and then mm-hmm. the bagel thing just completely fucked me up. Uh, <laughs> other than that, uh, any of the divorce stuff, I teared up and shed tears when uh they were at the movie premiere but they're in the alley mm-hmm. and then they're both talking to each other and he's like in another life i really would have liked just doing laundry and taxes with you yeah and i was like ah! that got me uh <laughs> it was weird even the moment with uh uh why can't i think of her name right now jamie lee curtis yes thank you uh in front of the laundromat Oh yeah, where she's like actually like consoling her and trying to be there for her for a moment after she's been like essentially what you think of as like the villain, the villain, the villain, the villain, the whole fucking movie. Yeah, you're like, this comes out of left field because the only other time when you see her have like a heart (laughs) is when they're uh, hot dog fingered lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, so. It, it just it kind of threw me off and it actually like gave her character some heart where i was like oh yeah. kind of took me off for a minute and then uh when uh michelle you yo went to go talk to her daughter by the car yeah oh my that, that <laughs> shit did have me fucked up because <laughs> i was i was kind of uh taken aback by the daughter like pulling away as much as she was even in that moment yeah but like it is amazing to see what like at least hypothetically what like love can do in a situation like that. Yeah. I th- I think it was really powerful. Um, I don't understand some of the hate it gets on that a 24 group. Sometimes I think people are like, Oh, that guy when I, on the, when I said it was going to win best picture and he was like, the movie sucked. He's basically, I'm like, there's that, but I've seen that repeated over and over like, again. How can group. you think it? Like, I get if you think it's like, it's all right, but yeah. if you think it sucks, how do you think it sucks? Well, and it, even like, if it wasn't for you, it wasn't for you. That's fine. But like, I can tell you how many movies that weren't for me that still fucking won awards. Like, who gives a shit? It's art. Yeah. Let, let's have fun. Let's appreciate it and not fucking down everything if you don't like it. And that, that movie, I don't know about you, but it made me want to direct more. Oh, absolutely. I was like, this is fucking wild. A- anything with... <sighs> that seemed like it took two people to make fucking direct too. Oh, That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> Dude, there's so many things, especially with the Daniels films. I... I love Swiss Army Man. Yeah, movie's <laughs> wild. Movie blows my mind because I was like, you can make a movie about shit like this? Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. Like, I can put in some weird shit. I don't know if I'd ever go that weird. Yeah. Just to be safe. <laughs> but God, that movie was so fucking good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, what's the other movie they directed that was fairly big? Uh, one of them directed the, the 
the white Daniel directed the white the white guy directed the death of dick long oh explains why i love that movie yeah if you you still haven't seen it Mm -mm. jesus i think that's the only one either of them done solo i could be wrong dude it's so fucking good it has the craziest twist you can see it coming for a little bit but you're like what the actual fuck in a movie i'll have to watch is it available anywhere xbox Oh, okay. I have it on there. It's nice. I might watch that tonight. So fucking good. Okay. Like, I remember Sweet. my blood was pumping at a certain point right around like the three quarter mark. Okay. Because it just, it's ramping up and you can feel the tension. It's like you feel the walls closing and it's fucking nuts. Damn. The okay. acting isn't always the best. Okay. I will say that, but it's good. Nice. Um, There was another movie they directed that was fairly big too, though, wasn't it? Because I know, I, I thought, I could have sworn there are only two major, two were um, Swiss Army Man and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Let me see. They had, yeah, they only have two feature films. They have five short films. And they have that one movie by one of them. And then they have like television credits. Okay. And a bunch of music videos. So only two movies. Their two movies are, they're two for two. I mean, hey, it's a solid way to start. Fuck yeah. Just like Ari Aster. Robert Eggers. It's, oh, I don't want to say this, like, but it seems almost, it's like it's more common now to make a good movie. I don't know if how that comes off, but it seems like a lot of these guys are just making good movies right off the bat. I think that production companies are starting to realize that uh, the boxes they've put cinema in for the last hundred years aren't going to work forever, and the couple of ventures they've let directors go into in the more not only macabre but just different and more artistic visions of film autistic autistic artistic (laughs) could be the same thing at times um have paid off really well yeah like people are a lot more interested now than they were probably 30 years ago 40 years ago in seeing an art film yeah, and it's because of like A24 and, and it's neon and shit. So much more accept- accessible now. Yeah. Like 30 years ago, you wouldn't have gotten a Midsummer. You definitely wouldn't have gotten a Hereditary. No. <laughs> uh, the Witch, maybe. Maybe. But Lighthouse, I don't think fuck so. Fuck no. <laughs> no. Especially not with the uh, uh, mermaid vagina. No. Um, <laughs> that one was mind boggling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think it would have affected anything like the Northmen, but... You wouldn't get Bo's Afraid. You wouldn't get Swiss Army Man. You wouldn't get Bo's Afraid. You would never get everything everywhere all at once. And even then, you needed like a light introduction with something like Multiverse of Madness, or so they thought, for people to be like, oh, multiverse. The real Multiverse of Madness movie was everything everywhere at once. Agreed. There was nothing mad it about was much multi- better. Yeah. And I did enjoy parts of Multiverse of Madness, yeah. but... Everything Everywhere All at Once did it much better. And nobody saw it coming because I remember seeing the trailers for Everything Everywhere All at Once. I was like, oh, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. And nobody really thought anything. And all of a sudden, it's just big fucking like pop culture like phenomenon. Oh, yeah. I will also give them a lot more respect for the way they marketed the film. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that did them a lot of favors. Yeah. Even the commercial was weird because yeah. you still didn't know exactly what it was about. Oh, 100%. So it's, it's, it stuck to what it was. And there were even moments while I was watching it where I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. it blew my mind. But uh, I will say, so happy to see Data acting again. Yeah. Like, and he's Oscar nominated. He's, he deserted too. Surprisingly good. Especially, yeah. has he really been in anything since? 
the Goonies? Small roles, and he was like a stunt coordinator on a lot of shit. Okay. And basically, that's it. Okay. I, I was really impressed with his ability to switch between accents, too. Like, that's not something... And I, I, I don't mean this to sound shitty, but it's harder to find... Uh, Asian actors who can switch it up as cleanly as that. Mm-hmm. The same way, like even British actors can't do it sometimes. Yeah, there are some that can do it like flawlessly. Yeah, you're like you, you you're like you're surprised when you find out they're British. You're like, you're like, like no House. Way. Oh, Hugh, Hugh Laurie. Laurie? Yeah. yeah, Laurie. I remember him, Stuart Little. It's the first thing I saw. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> love that movie. That movie's the tits. But in house, like he never breaks. Never. It's nuts. Kevin Costner's sorry ass broke it on Robin Hood multiple times. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Piece um, of shit. The one where I'd like to give him more credit, but I feel like the accent he does maybe just the reason that he doesn't really break is uh, Andrew Lincoln as Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead. Coral. Coral. Yeah. Coral. That just reminds me of the fucking llamas with hats. Coral. Not nice to kill people, Coral. God. Charlie. I remember seeing that in sixth grade, and we thought that was the most raw shit ever. I, and you were like, oh, fuck. Let's go to Candy Mountain, Candy Charlie. Candy Mountain, Charlie. <laughs> oh, they took my freaking kidney. <laughs> Uh, I, I heard rumors about them making a full like movie out of that, but nothing ever happened. W bananas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that dude. I don't know what it was about that era, but the fucking comedy was off the wall. Yeah, and at the time when you're like 11, 12, it's like so like almost scary. Oh yeah. You're like, <laughs> and having access to websites like E Bombs World and yeah. you watched like, that shit. The fucking library at Timmy. Oh yeah, it was before mm-hmm. they ever like figured out how to put on blockers yeah. on everything. And dude, like. E-Bombs World was fucking raunchy. Yeah. We, I, it's like, it's like almost X-rated uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like it was, and they had games you could play and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised I didn't get in more trouble growing up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, whew. Jesus. It's bananas. Or at least more viruses on computers. Yeah. I looked at Rotten.com when I was in seventh what grade. What the fuck is that? Rotten.com? Yeah. It's a bunch of like death shit and a bunch oh. of like weird sex shit. And it's not as bad as what I thought it was. Yeah. And the best gore. I don't know if you went to best gore. I've heard of that one. Uh, it's just death. Remember <laughs> the Pain Olympics? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus. We as a society, th- that's another that's reason we will not progress. Of, that's, a reason, that's a part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, we can't stop doing stupid shit. Yeah, and you can't stop kids from looking up fucked up shit because they're going to find a way to do it one way or the other. And honestly, that seems like it's getting worse and worse. Yeah. Like, that's the one hard part I have with the idea of, like, being a parent. Mm. Where do I draw the line? Because, like, I'm not going to say, oh, my parents did a perfect job raising me. I think everyone has flaws. Yeah, I don't think anyone was raised perfectly. Oh, no. But even then, I'm like, everybody's different. Everybody can take different things where do you draw the line on the violence threshold for a kid that they should be watching and at what ages and all that i think it's just like honestly it's on you because i remember watching horror movies and shit when i was like first second grade yeah i was like scared back then of Mm -hmm. it but it never like fucked me up yeah well and and i'm not worried about this aspect of it it's Mm -hmm. just it's such a common thing anymore that it's like when do you introduce it because God forbid something were to happen where your child does something absolutely horrific. 
Sword scale. <laughs> and everyone is blaming you because, oh, you let them watch this. Because you know that's how the fucking narrative it's always is. It's a scapegoat. Is. It's video games. It's movies, violent movies. Music. It's, yeah. Fucking, I can't tell you how many times my parents tried to get me to stop listening to Insane Clown Posse growing up. More my mom than my dad, because my dad went to those concerts in high school. Um, <laughs> but, like, wildly against stuff like that just to try to, like, stop it because there was the Columbine. There was fucking... How many school shootings growing up? Like Yeah. Columbine was the first major one. Oh, it was national news. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't remember it at the time, because I was only, like... I wasn't even four yet. I was four. I remember Columbine more than I remember 9-11. I don't remember either of them. It, I just remember the way my family acted, especially growing up around cops. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the only thing anybody in my family probably talked about for, like, three weeks. One of my dad's friends that is in the car club that he's in, his wife's dad, so his father-in-law, was a lawyer for... I forget which one. It was either Dylan, Dylan Klebold or the other guy. They didn't, the have, the, they didn't have the same lawyer? No. Dylan Klebold or something Harris. Eric Harris. Eric Harris. Yeah, but he was. Yeah, he said he, he has a bunch of fucked up stories. About it. I haven't heard him. I want to. But. I could only imagine. And yeah. honestly, I think that'd be one of the other hardest jobs in the fucking world is defending be, defending someone you know is evil. Yeah, like we can not get out of this. Yeah, like, like your Jeffrey Dahmer's and, and Richard Ramirez. Ed yeah, and Ed Gein's fucking lawyer got him off. Yeah, it was, like, it was different times back then. It was very different, but like, mm-hmm. dude. Because that was what, the 40s, 50s? One of the two. 50s. I want, yeah, I was going to say 50s or Early 60s. Early 50s. Yeah. Titties. <laughs> what fucking movie is that? Oh, uh, uh, next Friday. Do I want to count the green? Never or seen get it. in between them big old titties? <laughs> <laughs> there well, hasn't been an Ed Gein movie. Well, like a major Ed Gein movie. Yeah. I would honestly love to see something like what they did. With Dahmer, but because they already touched on it in that series, does that negate him as a possibility? Gein? I he I'd be okay with that. The Gacy one, I don't I don't want that because we already seen too much of his shit. Yeah, um, way too many times. He's had like four biopics. None of them have been yeah. like good. They're all like hallmark level. And he's but. had so many documentaries. Richard Ramirez only has the one documentary that I know of on Netflix. Nice talking one. I saw a couple of things with him growing up, but it yeah, was, I mean, it, it was like big. Yeah, it was like Lifetime. Yeah shit and so i, I could watch something big with him ed gein this sounds fucked up that we're talking about it, but i don't care um let's just say We've if i was before. killed by a serial killer right i would want i wouldn't give a fuck if people like made a show out of it i don't think i would either and not i would not i'd be like just make sure whoever plays me is fucking tight right <laughs> so i think my thing would be like don't celebrate my death obviously yeah okay but <laughs> let like if you can do it tastefully like there were moments where i think the line was definitely pushed with Dahmer. oh yeah because they make him too sympathetic they yeah they pushed i mean i never felt sympathetic but i saw what they were trying to do i'm yeah. like and whether or not you bought into it or not doesn't change the fact yeah. that you know the emotion they're trying to convey <laughs> yeah and you know the mental health state with most of the people in this country let alone the world and the fact that when all this was going on, he was getting letters, women wanting to marry him, marry him and fuck him. What do you think that's going to do for people's eye view of him now? You're humanizing him. Yeah. I get that argument and I completely understand it. But if we don't delve into what makes these people tick and like actually look at the fucking monstrous shit that they've done, 
How are we ever going to know how to avoid it in the future? If you ignore the past, it's just going to repeat itself. Yeah, and I think people mistake like shows and movies humanizing certain people. They mistake that. Well, they mistake them showing what actually happened for humanizing them. Like, yeah. you have to show what actually happened to them. It doesn't mean you're like justifying it, but it's what happened. Oh yeah. So. No, absolutely. And yeah, there's definitely like a tasteful way to do it. Yeah. And certain things definitely straddle the line, but. Yeah, some people said the same thing about Joker too. They tried to humanize the Joker. I mean, like they did, but I never yeah. like once like you knew what he was doing, but you never once like sided with him. I think that's the where people got scared, though. Yeah. Because... I mean, you can understand, but oh, you're like, it's still wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Like, nothing would justify you murdering somebody on TV and creating, like, mass panic. Yeah. But some people... Incels. Among others, but yeah. Incels like, have done some fucked up shit. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I was looking over my shoulder at that fucking movie, bro. I know I you were. The story a you were like times. more scared than I was, dude. Well, there was one guy in the theater that oh, was freaking yeah. me the fuck out. That's <laughs> the like, only reason. And then like, after oh. the movie was over, I was like, "Oh, that was dumb. Like fucking kind of ruined it for yourself." Yeah, I was like <laughs> watching him more than I was the movie, and I was like, "The fucking news psyched me out on this one, bro." Um, That's what they wanted. Oh my god, but still such a good fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like with the Dahmer thing, though, like you do have to wonder like where is that line like that joker movie is perfect for that reason and it's fictional yeah but also on top of that do you think they double down on that in the next one or do you think they just go no he's completely fucking unrelatable now just throw him to the wolves i think they'll go more i think i think they'll go more that way because i think this one's gonna delve more into his like mental state more because obviously like the musical shit yeah so it's gonna be a lot of it in his head yeah so i don't know it's still i feel like it's still gonna be like deep oh yeah so no i I definitely think there will be an emotional layer to it yeah i just don't know if it'll be as compelling as it was in the first movie because at least in the comics and everything it's typically shown that joker just essentially loses all humanity after he has his break. Yeah. Like, there's no real emotion to him other than, hey, just don't fucking betray me or I kill you. Yeah. I th- yeah. So, yeah, I think, like, in the second one, there's going to be more of, like, there's not there's not going to be a whole lot of, like, relatable shit about him. Mm-hmm. I think there'll still be, like, a few sequences of him, like, maybe, like, in his head, like, having, like, conversations with somebody. I don't know. So, do you think he will still be the focus of this film, or do you think it's going to be more through the lens of Harley Quinn as an abused lover? I kind of hope it's like both. I can like, see I that. don't want one overtaking the other. I, I think that one will be a hard line to straddle, too, because it's just... I don't, it's, a, it's a risky film to make in the first place. It is. It's more Even the first one was risky. Yeah. And no one predicted it was going to make a bill. Yeah, no. Like, this one... I don't think it made more money than the fucking Batman. I know. <laughs> like, dude. The Batman, what, hit 800 something million worldwide? Yeah. And the Joker was rated R. Yeah. And this one's obviously going to be rated R again. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's going to hit a bill. I think it'll easily go past 800 mil, though, worldwide. I want to make a bet on this one, but I feel like I might be wrong. I would love to see it hit a bill again. Me, too. And it's very, I've things. seen seen weird shit happen before. Avatar's a different beast because that's like yes. so popular. 
But it's not good. They made two bills. But nobody gives a shit. Half the people can't tell you what happened in Avatar, let alone Avatar 2. Got a lot of good reviews. The second one did. Good reviews, but like even most of those were like, oh yeah, like it was well done. It was visually stunning. And it's nominated for Best Picture. I mean, I could, I should have fucking predicted that. Cause I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's one of those movies that like they throw so much fucking money at it that it's like, it literally just feels like let's go watch Blue Cats instead of, it, it's, the first one is just Pocahontas, straight up. Yeah, that's all it is. It's th- movie theft almost, <laughs> like essentially. The second one, I don't even have any motivation to watch. And there's three more. Yeah. And I've heard, the the most praise I've heard the film from someone who's actually seen it is, oh, it was beautiful for the first 20 minutes and the rest of it was just kind of like, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> like, that's the highest praise I've heard from like people who will go watch anything and devour it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad. And the fact that it's getting nominated blows my fucking mind. Yep. But popularity does wonders it does it does it really does but yeah it's nuts fucking serial killers <laughs> oh man if you evan peters even won a golden globe for that he did mm-hmm. fuck yeah and people were mad about that too. honestly good for him he he deserved it you can tell it fucked with him because he's still like <laughs> that has to be a dark place to go yeah like kudos to him but go get fucking help yeah. <laughs> like oh um then again he's been playing dark characters for a while now it's not a surprise he would go towards something like that maybe that's why him and emma fucking roberts beat each other that one time <laughs> i mean <laughs> would not surprise me yeah uh i mean they were both in the american horror story yeah. stuff for 10 plus years. years now they have a child yeah it just doesn't look like a combo to me like it doesn't they look a little scurry be your like uh barbie and kin murders that would be a good couple for that oh you know what the fuck i'm talking about that canadian couple the barbie and kin killers uh i I'm, could be confusing them with another one as well but uh he basically convinced her to kill her sister together while raping her oh like, when they buried her in the backyard or yeah some, shit? some really wild shit wasn't it a sword and scale episode? I have no idea. Okay. It sounds familiar, but I don't think it was. I've been listening to it's called The Murder in America. Okay. Um, it's a podcast. And I listened to one about this uh Texas college uh university shooter. Oh, okay. He was like a sniper in the military and he like got up in this tower or whatever on campus and started fucking popping people off. It was like the first major like mass shooting in America in I, the seventies. Not Texas Tech. Maybe. Let me see. It's something like that. I do remember this story. Yeah, it's pretty. This this uh, podcast goes into like even a little more detail sometimes on Sword and Scale. Really? Yeah. Like annoyingly or like? No, you're like the University of Texas Tower. Okay. Yeah. Twenty five year old ex marine went in there and started. What year was this? Um. Eighties, nineties, seventy something. Fucking a. Let me see. Oh, 66. Jesus. Yeah, after he killed his mom, he went and did it. So, it's clearly not a problem with what's in our media, because it's been going on for long enough. It's just a lot more prevalent now. It's just you see it more. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's always been happening, but... The 24-hour news cycle doesn't people, help at all. People have always been fucked up in that. That's why like, people who blame certain things for what people do is lame as fuck. Oh, yeah. Because if you're fucked, you're going to do anything anyway. Unless they're literally... And even then... Unless they're literally calling you to do something... You don't have anybody to blame. And even then... You're in charge of your own fucking actions. So... I don't give a shit that you're in a cult. You still did something wrong. Yeah. Like all the people with the Manson shit. They're like, oh, he made me do it. And they all thought they were going to get off free. Yeah. You're like, psych. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Even though one of them's still alive, I think, and then she's free. Uh, Yes. But Susan I Atkins? Or no. I believe it is Susan Atkins. Even the name, Jesus. She had another name, too, though. Or there was one of them that had multiple names. they all had multiple names because they all had a fucking nickname they're all hippies yeah Ugh. squeaky the one dakota fanning played and then the, she's literally the only one i know their name i know the susan atkins and tex watson was austin butler dude fucking killed it in that role, was good in that role. <laughs> i was like i was like i'm excited for this and then he got announced as elvis and i was like bitch there's I have a sneaky suspicion he's gonna win over Brandon Fraser for best actor. Especially because Lisa Presley happened. I could see it. I don't feel kinda like a robbery though, because dude. They don't feel wrong, but The yeah. Whale was so good. There's been wilder shit happen happen. Well there has there has Wilder shit has happened at the Oscars. Like Shawshank winning Best Picture over Pulp Fiction. Give Elvis any other award like i understand i love austin butler but like fucking come on bro i need to know i done one thing right with my wife <laughs> anal and now what and now and now and now i knew a girl in a, a high school named Anal. no I way swear to god was it spelled like that too? a-n-a-l that sucks <laughs> she got fucking picked on that's immensely. fucked up. I blame the parents. Oh, I think it is like a traditional like Hispanic name though, so it's like hard to like. Never heard of it in my life. Really? No. That's surprising. I did feel bad for her. She seemed happy though. <laughs> After you called her anal. <laughs> no, I swear <laughs> I never did. I was nice to her. Sure, because you wanted to do anal. Have you ever looked back at high school? No. And. <laughs> Wondered so like I know there were moments in high school where I was definitely picked on or bullied or whatever you want to call it, and then I start to think I'm like, was I ever that person for somebody else and didn't realize it? I know I wasn't. You, Actually, that's a lie. Okay. <laughs> See that that's where it comes because yeah. I'm like everybody wants to view themselves as the good guy no matter what. Yeah. I got but, it more than I dished it out. Let's say that. And I think that's kind of the way it goes for most people. Yeah. But they always say every bully has a bully, whatever context every dog it is. Has his day. There's that too. Like this thing, uh, you wouldn't know the reference. Just fucking say it. <laughs> it's a Gangstar song that's on Dave Mira BMX 2. You sure I wouldn't know the reference? Say it's only at the top whatever you do. You always got to watch all the people around you. Nobody's I've, bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it a million times. We though. almost made a moment of truth. <laughs> The I do same, love that song. I love playing as the Slim Jim Man. The oh fucking it, it was amazing. <laughs> the only Gangstar song I know is that one. Moment of so, truth. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, uh, I, I had it on my first iPod nice. that held 112 songs. Facts. I didn't get an iPod until high school. 
I got an iPod uh, in fifth grade because I got straight A's. And I was so excited. My mom's like, you can pick between an Xbox 360 and an iPod. And I was like, Xbox 360s were still a little too new. So I was like, we'll wait till the bugs are fixed out. Went to go get the iPod and she got me one gigabyte. I'm like, but that one over there can hold like a thousand songs. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was a shithead. <laughs> was it a shuffle? No. Shuffles were bad. because iPod like- mini? Okay, because like you could even see here, like I know <laughs> those ones used to piss me off. Yeah, but like at least it had the wheel and everything and all that. And like I love that. It's kind of but. funny how like, uh, um, what's that word when something's not needed anymore? Obsolete. In, yeah, it's how obsolete those are. Right. I was watching. Uh, as a matter of fact, today I was watching rewatching at the liquor store because I had nothing to do. This yeah. is forty. And they're all taking their iPhones and their fucking iPods and they're putting them on the dock to like play over each other. And I'm like, I fucking remember those things. Yes. And then when I was on the bus in high school, I'd have my phone and an iPod. Like it was cool to have both. Right. <laughs> but now you're like, you don't need that shit anymore. Until everybody got iPhones and then that shit just went away. Yep. 2007 is when the iPhone came out. It's fucking insane. So that's seventh grade. It's crazy. And you look at those now, you're like, damn, it's fucking small. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> especially storage-wise. Yeah. Like, you can fit these, sa- like, in the same amount of memory, you can fit, like, a hundred more songs at least sometimes, just because of how they're able to, like, compact it down. Now. Yeah. It blows my mind. Like, I remember a hundred, or a one, one gigabyte on that fucking iPod I had was... Like 115 to 150 songs, depending on the length of the songs. And it capped it out right away. And I'm like, it's like having three CDs that you're constantly going through. You're yeah. like, what the fuck is the point? But now you have one gigabyte of music and it's like 12 artists, whole albums. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking just able to go at any moment. You got playlists ready. Yep. Just fucking press shuffle and you got Shakira next to Nicki Minaj and Tupac yep. and all that shit. Remember when I first got an iPod Touch? I tried watching porn on it, and it took forever to load. <clears throat> so similar story. Uh, <laughs> not iPad or not iPod Touch. Uh, PSP. <laughs> you tried watching porn on oh, PSP? F- I tried and succeeded <laughs> multiple times. Uh, <laughs> I never tried that. And I only had a PSP for a little bit, too. Yeah, my favorite. I barely played games after I found that that was a function. Yeah, <laughs> Unless I was in the car with my parents. Then it was game time. You're like the porn machine. As soon as I got home to the Wi-Fi or wherever I had a connection, porn. it was on. <laughs> Pornhub? Uh, uh, Pornhub and then just like... RedTube? Uh, uh, Playboy magazine covers and Maxim centerfolds and shit like that. Mm. Remember the first time Good I directed off to an actual Playboy magazine? It was a crazy time. I do too. And then I remember about a week later, one of our friends uh, getting in trouble at school and throwing another one of our friends under the bus for it. Or one of my friends, at least. Mm. I had a friend in sixth grade who brought Playboys to school. And we'd look at them like, in class. Pretty sure under it's the, the same desk. friend I'm talking about. My friend was Preston. Oh, then no. Yeah. He'd be like, look at this. And I was talking about Nate O'Leary. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know him back then. Uh, I mean, I knew of him, but I didn't really talk to him until like high school. Oh, and really? even then, I only talked to him because we were on cross-country team. I thought he was weird because he was like in band and shit. I remember Nate O'Leary stole one of our other friends, uh, just, and I won't say name to not offend, whatever. 
Um, stole one of our other friend's dad's uh, Playboys out of the garage. And then about a week later, uh, that other friend got called into the office because his dad's name was on the mailing sticker on the back that of the magazine. Embarrassing. <laughs> and he got in a fuck ton of trouble. So, not good stuff. Yeah, not good stuff. It was wild times when you first figured out, like, porn and shit. Oh, magical times. I wish I could take it back. But I wish I can experience it for the first time again. See, honestly, like, I fucking hate porn now. I mean, I do too. I don't really, like, look at it as much anymore. Like, if I'm bored. I'm oh, I'm like, not going to lie. I still look at it. I mean, yeah, but- <laughs> I look at it, but it's not like I used to, like, yeah. five years ago or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, five, like, six years ago. Legitimately, like, since the moment I got married, I was like, I really wish I never did that because the fucking expectations that you set yourself, like, especially as a married person, mm. Where you're having sex with the same person your entire life, but you're like, oh, I have this entire catalog of porn stars I could whack it to at any moment. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Like, it definitely fucks with your perception. Okay. And it's probably not good for relationships. Been able to hide it long enough, so. It's probably not, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of it is, like, how strong-minded you are. Which I'm not. I have my moments. Yeah. When Where was the I'm- last time you directed the porn? What time is it? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Two days ago. I honestly don't know. I actually got up from, like, sleep from bed in the middle of the night and did it. You're like, yo! I was like, damn, I, need, I feel like I'm needing to jerk off right now. It's a good dream! <laughs> yeah. um, see, I have no need for it, but... Everyone has a need for it, Anthony. I really don't, though. You like, have a need to nut. I'm trying to find a way to explain this without making my wife sound like a whore. I don't, Do, have, I don't have to ask for it. There's no try. Basically, you don't have to ask type, for it. Type stuff. So, like, I really have no need oh, for porn. okay, okay, okay. But, for some reason, that being an option kind of fucking fucks with my head. <laughs> if that makes sense. You've jerked off at the liquor store. No. Yes, you have. No, where would I go? The bathroom. And how would I clean up? Shoot it in the toilet. I feel like that's bad for the plumbing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's pretty thin. Is it? Sometimes. I don't know. Depends on how much milk you drink. (laughs) I don't feel like that's factual at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Jesus Christ. Um... Would you ever date a porn star? Yes. <laughs> there was no hesitation. Gina Valentina. That was even more specific, but say it's a brand new, not a brand new porn star, because you don't want an 18-year-old, I wouldn't think. It knew. <laughs> Let, let's say you... You know how awkward it is when you're at the fucking club and you're talking to a chick for like 10 minutes, and then you're like, oh, you're 18. Actually, no, I don't, because I don't do that. Yeah, it's but, fucking horrible. <laughs> um, let's randomly say you walked in and met... I don't know. Sure, her. And you know who she is. Don't he, fucking lie. I've actually n- no visual reference. I have other people in my brain I could have said, but I don't want to out myself as too much of a. I'm gonna look on Instagram. All right. Um. <laughs> but either way, say you were given the chance, but you mm-hmm. find out she's been with 130 dudes, and those aren't the ones she's done films with. That wouldn't bother you at all. Not really. It would bother me way more than it probably should. I just. I don't know. Yeah, no, I've never done that. You never really? Never, surprisingly. 
There is way too many porn stars. No, done doing the exact opposite. Um, I there are way too many options on the internet. I stick with my like five six. She's definitely attractive. Not gonna lie. I'm just saying, if I were to meet a girl and she told me that she had slept with more than ten dudes, I'd probably say no. I mean, I've slept with more than that at this point, so... I, I know that, but literally, like, my wife is number four, and I'm my wife's number four. At Dang, least four, she four, says, that's destiny. That's right? what she says. <laughs> she says I, I always operate off the rule that uh, women will tell you... What uh, you want to hear. Basically, and then if they give you a number of how many bodies they have, as people say, um, multiply it by three or four. And then that's the truth, because they're ashamed of it. So what's four times three? 12 i don't I think so not, my wife doesn't seem it's not terrible it's still not comfortable <laughs> i mean if it's under 20 i mean i'm the only person she's had kids with so i'm okay and she ain't going nowhere god willing <laughs> um god willing but uh no i just i don't know i've always had like trouble with that i'm like I'm trying to think of a non-sexist way to say it just not for me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I'm not saying, oh, like, if I weren't with my wife that, like, whatever partner I have couldn't have a couple more than me. Sure, fine. I'm just of the mindset that whatever happened before, like, you meet somebody, it really doesn't matter. See, I would agree, but I think it does for many reasons. Why? You're always going to be compared to their past. By whom? them so let's just say you don't lay pipe as good as the last four guys i'm fine with them and still she laying leaves it. you for that that's fine it's not fine there's then you're both, fucking there, alone no there's other women out there trust me yeah that have had more and expect even more because they're used to fucking anacondas still getting it done <laughs> i mean that's fair but i don't know a it's a confidence issue b it is just you have the confidence issue oh i always had a confidence I, issue i used to if I were out dating right now, I'd have a lot more confidence than I did when I met my wife. Mm. But in turn, don't know if I'd have that confidence if I never met my wife. Mm. It's kind of a weird conundrum. I was always a fat kid. So <laughs> I was always a fat kid. Yeah. When are we raving? Fuck. <laughs> every week. Uh, not we're raving every week. You ask me every week. Just so... <laughs> every uh, week i mean me yeah every week <laughs> uh i'm gonna have to put it out there but april 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 let's look at what's going on in april you probably won't see me the whole night but you'll be there <laughs> what's the point no no i'll, I'll i you know my, my my friend that i usually <laughs> rave with the last one we went to two weeks ago uh, he's like can you like hang with us for a while <laughs> And I'm like, sure. You're like, I guess. <laughs> Just trying to get my dick wet. Uh, You said April? Let's see. March? April 1st? I don't want to go to April 1st because it's April Fool's. <laughs> Be like, you look like a fucking fool. Uh, looking for one at like Mission Ballroom because that place is the tits. That's what's going on Friday. There's really not one at the Mission Ballroom in April, bro. 
There's plenty at, at um, Red Rocks in April. Plenty. Red Rocks? Yeah. April. Like a lot. There's a lot in Are April. Are talking Fridays? Fridays, Saturdays. Fuck it. Give me a price. Let's see. Boogie T at Red Rocks, April 8th. April 8th? Mm-hmm. Or there's... I don't know who that is. I'm not going to lie to you. Diplo is going to be here? Civic Center Park? <laughs> the way you said it. Sudden Death? That's dubstep. I don't like dubstep. You're dubstep. Peekaboo. That's dubstep, too. Peekahoo? Peekaboo. Pikachu? <gasps> May 5th. Mission Ballroom. That has to be Star Wars themed, though, right? No. What? M83. How would you not have a Star Wars themed rave? I don't even know who M83 is, but I'm about to look it up. I will be gone, though. I'm just letting you know. May 8th? May 5th. Why? Uh, Family road trip. <sighs> Actually, no. It's the end of May. I'll be there for the beginning of May. Okay, don't fucking... Sorry, dog. Fucking <laughs> the beginning of May, I'm all right. Let's see. If this is dubstep, then I'm not doing it. It's MGMT. He remixed it, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is the one. Okay. Literally, as soon as that started playing, all I was thinking of was the ending of 21 and over. Yeah. When they're at the fucking festival. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Uh, give me a price, and I'll uh, I'll make it happen. Make it happen, Captain. Make it happen, Captain. We'll vlog this rave. What did I say? That was May 5th? May 5th yeah, or May, May 8th, 5th. one or the other. May 5th. Let's see, tickets. The Mission Ballroom is sick, too. It's the kitsch. Let's see. Oh, sold out? Oh, How? Bro. StubHub. <laughs> Trying to find resales? They exist. How much are them? Yeah, never mind. We're not going to that one. <laughs> 82 each. That's well, not the end of the world. It's not, but we'll figure it out. I've paid more for shittier bands. Yeah. I haven't paid over $35 for a ticket for anything I've been to lately. Really? Yeah. That's fair. Gets expensive. Red Rocks are the fucking pricey ones. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm fine with going wherever, doing whatever, except for Molly. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> you got to do it once at least. Give me 10 years. No! <laughs> Let me be like... A grand no, I will not be a grandpa in ten years. Fuck that. Let me. How be- old is Kenneth? I could be a grandpa in ten years. Fuck. How old is he? Six. Six. <laughs> Sixteen. Yeah, maybe. Fuck me. You better hope not. Chastity belt and those little fuckers. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. Are those legal? <laughs> no. Probably not. Yeah. You know what I think should be illegal are those leashes that people put in their kids. <laughs> 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 oh, I got a confession. Oh, fuck. You're one of those? <laughs> Had it one time. Damn. You will say, hey, it makes sense once you hear what the one time was. I think. I hope. Um, so, Kenneth had this, like, Batman backpack, and it had, like, a leash attached to it. It was the only thing that you could get him to, like, have. And we weren't like, fucking get back here. Like, <laughs> get him across the room. Get over here. Yeah. We only used it for one thing. It was, like, a week-long thing. <laughs> but we went on a cruise oh, and sense. my last thing was like 
I don't want him to be able to veer off and me like not pay attention for half a second and him like jump off the side of the fucking boat. <laughs> so this little fucker's going on a leash. Okay, that makes sense. Kay. Thank you. Okay. I was like, that should be the one moment where you don't judge somebody. I'm not walking around the fucking store with my kid on a leash. <laughs> All right? Those people are fucking lunatics. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes sense, then. <laughs> like, I mean, I'll oh. probably never be on a cruise in my life, but it makes oh. sense. I go on one fucking rave with you. You got to go on a cruise with me. But you got to do Molly. At the rave, not on the cruise. At the rave, yes. Okay. Okay. Ah! No, I promise you it's fucking good. You'll I, go on a cruise. Yes. All right. I'm not saying when, and it's not going to be this fucking first rave I'm well, going yeah, to you... with you. What? <laughs> Relax. Why? Relax. Because then I'll be like, more. I'm going to do shrooms the second time with you, and you won't even do Molly once. I'm going to do shrooms the first time with you. It doesn't That's still the second time. It doesn't, <laughs> it still it doesn't, doesn't, it, <laughs> okay, either way, you're still doing shrooms. It literally, once you do it, you're going to be like, wow, I can't believe I was fucking nervous to do this. But then I'm going to be like, I want more. I want more. No, you won't. I was not like that the first time. No? No. I was like, wow, I was cool. And I didn't really think about it I until more self-control the than next time. And then after the second time, I was like, okay, let's go. And I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> so just do it one time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just do it once. and be done. Um, I really recommend almost anybody. Just do it once. I'm not against doing it once. Okay. It's just a matter of when that once is. The best place to do it is at a rave. Your first time, even. Because I was like, I'm not going to lie, I was a little nervous. But even when you're nervous, it doesn't fuck with it. I would need my wife to babysit me so I don't do something absolutely stupid. You have her do it, too? We're both going to wake up in the bed with some dude. (laughs) No, it doesn't work like that, Anthony. You're Uh, ready. You you have full control of yourself. You're already married. You're just gonna be super clingy to her. I'm just like super married at that point. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. You're just gonna be super clingy to her. That's all it is. Trust me. I sure hope so. (laughs) You will. Yeah. Me. Uh, How the fuck does this happen? What? Oh, bro. White hoodie sucking. I don't wear white anything. If I have my choice, everything is black. My first white hoodie. It's knocked loose. Old ham. It's the county they're from in Kentucky. I thought you were just saying you like to eat old ham. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't mind ham, but it's not like my first meat that I go to. <laughs> What's the first meat that you go Chicken. to? Oh, okay. Well, the first meat you hold every morning. Do you hold your dick <laughs> when you pee? I think it depends on the erection. Well, if you have an erection, it's hard to pee. Because when you push it down, it's like it like it like puts a halt to it a little bit. But what? then when you hold it straight up, if it's straight, then it's easy. Oh, uh, that awkward yeah, moment. That awkward yeah. moment I don't have room to do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it works if it's straight. Oh shit! Uh, or uh, 40, a forty-year-old virgin where he pisses mm. on his face. Yep. <laughs> because it's just. Uh, if I have an erection, yes, of course it takes a couple seconds. Yeah. Um, I'll push it down. But I'm talking about when you wake up in the morning and you go piss. Yeah, I usually push it down. Okay. It's not so much of a holding it. It's just <laughs> you're just like kind of making it not go up. You ever just go and then it just goes like in three different ways? Usually after sex, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hit all yeah. three bullseyes. Yeah. 
<laughs> yo, <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, <clears throat> and sex on Molly is crazy. Uh, it feels like you're gonna die. I enjoy sex on weed. Like that shit's magical to me. Sex on Molly is like something else. Like busting a nut when I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which. I have to show you this. I found no, this. No, I don't want to see the video. No, of no, it. no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, it's, it's a corn nuts commercial <laughs> from the 90s. All right, you ready for this shit? Yeah. This is a song about corn nuts, an intensely crunchy snack. It's not about anything else. Out on the radio. <laughs> it literally says, "Go to your room, lock the door. We won't tell. And go bust a nut." It's bananas. It's bananas. In pajamas. In pajamas. Fucking white people. It's gonna be a good time. Which part? I'm confused. <laughs> Utterly confused. It's gonna be a good time. We're talking about going to bust a nut after the podcast? No, nah, not tonight. <laughs> Sometimes it's <just> tiring. You know? <laughs> I mean, for a lot of people, that's why they do it before bed. Good sleep. Like I said, I did it in the middle of the night the other night. I just felt the need to do it for some reason. All I was right. like, all right, let me do this. So... <sighs> I'll talk to you about that off air. Why? Oh, fine. These, uh... I don't know if you've been noticing, but I've been calling them an abundance of thoughts. Yes. They've all been mature at some point. Yeah. Okay, so fine. I don't have an explanation for that phenomenon. What? Nutting? Waking up and randomly being horny, even though, exactly. even though I have no dream yes! that is related to it. Yeah. And I get in trouble because I grope my wife in my sleep and then <laughs> end up doing stuff. And then the next day it's, what the fuck were you dreaming about? I'm like, I swear to God, I don't know. Or it was like... I was gardening in my dream, and then I woke up and shit started happening. I don't <laughs> get it, okay? Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But apparently it's a normal thing. Really? I haven't really looked into it. Yeah. It's just like, sleep fucking. <laughs> Something, I don't sleep know. fucking. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's crazy. That's another thing. When you're on Molly, you get super horned up. Yes. We've talked way too much. About my own personal sex life today, and I feel dirty. It just feels dirty because you know the person, so I don't view it in any weird way. Though I know, but it's still just like probably shouldn't talk about my wife that way. <laughs> I talk to you about my wife that way. Would yeah. See, I've I have no friends that talk to me about their uh, their, uh, their partners that way unless they're one night stands. I've done that. 
I know you've told me that. So <laughs> that's fine. I get that. But yeah. I don't know a whole lot of people who tell me about like their... Uh, Justice did when he was dating Matt. Not, you know? not to me. Oh. Actually, that's a lie. Yeah. Point, point proven. Yeah. Um, I, I heard a lot about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Never... I'm not even going to throw him under the bus for that one either. Okay. So. Okay. Just boom. Sex. Sex. A lot of sex. It's how babies are made. I hope not. Bust a nut. Yeah. Remember that show uh, on YouTube, Kicked in the Nuts? That dude with the orange afro wig, and he's dressed kind of like a clown, and he just go around and kick random dudes in the nuts. And he just like, you just got kicked in the nuts, and he pointed <laughs> the camera. Uh, he was ahead of his time, if you think about it. Like, a lot. That's crazy. That's, I do not remember that at all. What? No. The thing I remember closest to that would be Ow My Balls from, uh, Idiocracy. And then they also came out with a mobile game called Ow My Balls. This guy's a legend because this is before people were doing prank videos and anything else. 14 years ago. Enjoy. 14 years? Yep. It's crazy to think YouTube's actually been around that long. You guys can rip and watch this. Yeah, dude, that guy's a legend. I don't He's doing that shit before anybody else. I mean, jackass. Well, I mean, like, you know, like how like, I'm TikTok and that shit and people right. going up to other people interviewing or pranking people. It's like really big now. Jackass. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same shit. It's not. Because they're doing shit. it to themselves. Yeah, but they do it to other people, too. A lot. You don't get it. I do. Eric Andre does the same shit. Yeah, but this is before that. <laughs> yeah, with Jackass. <laughs> no, it was before Jackass. Uh, they used to do the shit like uh, where he would go and like shit in the toilet inside of the fucking toilet store. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> the fucking people in there? <laughs> what they were thinking? As this dude just drops his fucking drawers into this fucking like toilet with no water, shit, <laughs> just drops one and then goes, "All right, I'm good, peace." <laughs> like, come on, it's not sanitary. It's not. Somebody has to clean. I'm it. trying to think of some of the other ones where like they involved people or like when <laughs> the one where the fucking they're going up the hill and the fucking uh, what do you call it? Where they put dead people, the box. <laughs> the fucking casket? Thank you. <laughs> Gee, were you really? <laughs> I don't know. They're driving up the fucking hill and the back door opens and oh, the casket yeah. just sliding down the fucking hill. <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah, um, one where they, uh, I forget who it was, but they put everyone shaved their pubes and oh told them my it was, God. and then they got kidnapped basically just driving around in a circle. Oh. That's hilarious. And then at the end, they fi- you find out that there some one of the people who shaved their pubes off had crabs. Yeah. 
I'd be fucking livid. At that point, yeah, it's not fun. That was anyway. Jackass 3. 2, I think. 1 or the other. 2 or 3. Yeah. Um, or the, <laughs> the one where uh, Wee Man gets into a fight with all those uh, little people. <laughs> and they fucking chase him for blocks and you just see heads going, what the fuck? <laughs> Good God. Wee Man was a playable character in Tony Hawk's Underground 2. I fucking love Tony Hawk's Underground 2. Yeah, I think I like that one more than the first one. Honestly, that's my favorite one out of all those The second games. one was better than the first one, easily. It was American Wasteland was cool, but it wasn't as good as Underground 2. Okay. And then Project 8 was alright. I loved Project 8. It was cool. And then Proving Ground was mm. And after that, it was just nah. No, after Proving Ground, it was god-awful. Yep. Um, I appreciated some of the stuff that Proving Ground did. It was too serious. It wasn't f- as fun anymore. I my top three are American Wasteland, Underground Two, and then Project Eight in that order. Really, yeah. mine's Underground Two, American Wasteland, Underground, Project Eight. That's fair. And then Proving Ground. That's fair. Those are like the real five that I played. I never really played the Pro Skaters. Mm-hmm. Underground was the first one. Well, I loved playing the Pro Skater ones when I was a kid, but like, mm-hmm. as a kid, it didn't really seem like there was a story, and I really didn't give a shit. Yeah, that's the big reason why I try to go back and play like they're the remastered Pro Skater, and like it seems kind of lifeless because there's no story or yeah. anything. But um, I hope they remake Underground Underground Two like they did Pro Skater. I don't think they will, and they won't. But I want it, especially with the issues that Bam has. You can't relicense him with current. Apparently, he's good now. He's like out of rehab and stuff again. Yeah, but like the bad, now. the bad press from last year alone. Oh yeah, like he literally threatened Jeff Tremaine and his children. Because he was just hanging out with Steve-O like a couple days ago. Oh, he was? Yeah. Fucking finally good. I, I was happy to see that one thing with him made it through to Jackass 4. Yeah. But he's not even credited for that. So mm-hmm. it's like... I don't know. But I hope they do at some point. Yeah. Because that'd be sweet. Oh, that'd be fucking Because skateboarding is getting big again anyway. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, though, like... As much as I really do want remakes of certain stuff, I kind of hope we start going away from that. So we can just... <laughs> have new shit there I'm, are a lot of remakes recently yes. ever since resident evil 2 that seemed like it started off the whole thing i'm okay with all of those being remade because they've already started the process mm-hmm. but like dead space seems kind of weird to me yeah because that one was 2010 9 2009 yeah so no 8 9 was 2 no yeah you are shitting me i'm not even fucking yanking you right now let's see dead space did the space <laughs> oh no dead space 2 was 2011 dead space was 2008 yes so that's that's 20 years ago 15 you mean yeah <laughs> yeah um that's still a long time it is still a long fucking time but like so it is due it still looks weird because the Callisto Protocol just came out, and that's basically the same thing. They even called it a spiritual successor to Dead Space. What year did Resident Evil 4 come out? Five. It was originally a GameCube exclusive. Yeah, so five. Um, that's 20 years ago. 18 years ago. Yeah. 18 years ago yeah. which um, is a long time it's a very long time but that makes sense getting remade before dead space why it's three, three years. years it's three years and do you not remember 
as a kid being like, yo, that shit from three years ago looked like garbage compared to this. Yeah. I mean, and now, obviously, times have changed enough where you're like, that shit from 15 years ago looks like garbage right now. But hopefully that doesn't keep happening. It's going to keep happening. I know, but it fucking sucks. Shit's just never going to retain this. We're going to get Resident Evil. Why can't we get a Resident Evil 1 remake? That's something that's been puzzling me as well. It's always 2. Even Silent Hill did it. It was like, oh, we're going 2. Silent Hill 2 is for a logical reason because that's the best game they have. That's true, but still. Whereas, I would like to see an updated version of Resident Evil 1 without the fucking fixed camera. Yeah. I don't think it's that big of an issue. Yeah, but I guess well, two is still the most the most popular. Other than four, it's the most popular one. I mean, yes, that's but probably why. You remake one right now, people are gonna buy it. Yeah, after because you know they're probably working on Resident Evil Nine right now. Mm-hmm. Um, once that comes out, maybe they'll do one, or they'll just say fuck it, and they're gonna go to five, which would make no sense because that came out in two thousand nine. If they just fucking remade Dead Space, oh yeah, let them. I mean, I buy. I play this. Sh- when was it. six? Because if they remake seven, I'll. Fucking... Uh, six was eleven. I was like, I'll kneecap somebody if they decide to remake that seven. That game is trash. Resident Evil Six was twelve. Fuck! Fuck! You had Fuck! A really Fuck! good track record Fuck! up till then. Fuck! Jesus Christ! Um, Fuck! <laughs> uh, no, but they're not gonna remake fucking Resident Evil Seven. Okay, do some really stupid shit anymore, man. Seven was fifteen or sixteen? Seventeen. Seventeen. That one I know for check it. I'm pretty sure you're right. I am right. I know I'm right, Ron. Ron? I don't know why I said that. Seventeen. Exactly. What if they remade eight? (laughs) Just don't fucking joke like that, okay? No, like there, there is a certain point where we need to draw a line and be like, all right, shit made after 2013 does not ever need to be remade. At least for another 10 years. Fucking remaster it. Who gives a shit anymore? As long as the controls are smooth, I don't care. How much better a game's going to be able to look <clears throat> anymore? That's something we said we 20 reached, years ago, too, though. Yeah, but honestly, we reached almost the peak. You would think. They I, look realistic they look like fucking movies at times so you can't get any better than that i've had my wife walk in and be like oh what movie you watch i'm like this ain't a movie (laughs) like and the fact that it's tricking my wife who's 26 it means she's two years younger than us you fucking creep i'm just joking no she's 27 sorry okay she turned 27 in december um it, it goes to show like even that can trick modern audiences and when you have certain things that look so cinematic like resident evil 2 it is a wonder that things have still progressed at all (laughs) i just saw something great Uh oh Uh, but yeah i know what you mean um what game would you want remade like out of any game like fully remade fully remade let me check the years i'm not a hypocrite Gun. Alright, I'm going to come with two. Because one is just because I love it. But even though they technically did just do a remake. I can't even say. That's remastered. It's not remade. Came out in 2010. Out of the wake. That game sucks. This game is so fucking good. I uninstalled it. Fight you. 
That's fine. Because I got stuck with no ammo and there was no ammo around. So I'm like, I'm just going to keep dying. So I You should have just played the remaster, honestly. But it cost money. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> uh, I'm more looking forward to the second one than anything else at this point. like Jake Gyllenhaal. That's weird. He's at the top of my IMDb list right now. Whoa. <laughs> it was just that really random. He's going to be in our first major big dog. I'd cry. I'd lose he's my, my He's mind. one of my fate. One, so 1A, 1B is for me is Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Gosling. 100%. So I'd cry. That'd be beautiful. I'd suck. <laughs> uh, if I had to pick another video game to yeah. remake from scratch... Siphon filter. That's bears a deep cut. PlayStation One. You ever play it? Never played it, but I know what it is. So fucking good. I never had a PS One until Patty gave me one. Oh, I loved Patty. She was the shit. I slept at her house one time. I painted her office. That sounds really dirty. <laughs> when you looked at me like that. Um, and her husband was there. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't sound better. <laughs> yeah, <a> cuck. <laughs> like Ben Shapiro. He has to be a cuck, I guarantee. You. Uh, I would assume not. He's extremely religious, but you never know. Sometimes those are the freakiest people in the world. People behind closed doors do anything. It doesn't matter what they say. Eyes them. wide shut. Eyes wide shut. I still haven't seen that movie. Neither <laughs> I want to. I do too. Seems like a task, though. Especially knowing that Tom Cruise met, not Meg Ryan, uh, Nicole Kidman were dating, married at the time. So that means they fucked on set, behind the scenes, whatever. They probably potentially. Fucked. It was also apparently a really toxic relationship because they wanted to be on set for each so other. So they sex did scenes. fuck. Toxic relationships, they fuck all the time. Dude, I can only imagine the sex that MGK and fucking... Oh my god, they're cutting Dude. each other and shit, drinking <laughs> oh each other's god. blood. That's some vampire drinking sex Drinking each right other's there. urine and shit. Oh my god, let's Probably. not go. Probably. Oh. Shitting on each other. <laughs> fucking Cleveland steamer on MGK's <laughs> chest. She's like, I know you're from Cleveland, so let's make it happen. <laughs> He's from Cleveland, right? Yeah. I was like, I thought it was somewhere around there. Even in a song where I'm from Cleveland. <laughs> I don't remember that it's song. It's the Lace Up mixtape. That's when I liked them the most. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking think of a lyric where he does that now. That's troublesome. <laughs> Nitty <laughs> had to be doing some wild shit. Oh, there's no way. There's no way they're not. Yeah, especially with the way they publicly do everything. Travis like- Barker and Courtney Kardashian do some wild shit, I bet, too. I think he does wilder shit than she does, but she, she brought it out. Mm-hmm. I would too if I was in that situation. Why not? Me, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I dig Kendall Jenner for sure. No, yeah, no, that's the only one in it. I mean, don't get me wrong, extremely attractive, but no, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no, because I'd be like, you guys have. I, I, I wouldn't be able to hold my tongue. That's one of the few groups in this world where I'd be like, yeah, you all fucking suck. Like, that would be a complete culture shock like for people like us. Yeah. To step in that situation coming from like what we are. And I'm like, I'm like I wouldn't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. I'm like, this is how you live. They'd probably look at me funny because I, ha- I don't pay somebody to wipe my ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. That, that just life seems so like far removed from like the real world. Yeah. Like, it, it literally... Feels. I mean, I know it's scripted, but it literally feels like they, as people, were like written into existence. You know, Theo Vaughn was in the real world at one point. Say it one more time. Theo Vaughn was in the real world at one point. I buy that. 
what season? I don't know. It was a long time ago. I saw footage of it. It was when he was like 19. Would it have been at the same time as The Miz? So Theo Vaughn's like, what, 42, 41? So he was 19 at the time. So that was, what, 50 years ago? So let's see really quick. <clears throat> Theo Vaughn. I haven't listened to his podcast in a while. I need to get back on it. I was literally listening to him talking with Louis C.K. on the way here. Oh. So, uh, wow, that would be potentially perfect. The Miz is also 42. So and Theo Vaughn was 19 when he was on it. So uh, it's possible... That would be a trip. It's also weird because if you go and watch uh, that documentary they did for Woodstock 99, The Miz is like one of the first people you'll see in the crowd. Really? It's fucking weird because he was huge on the real world at the time. Oh, okay, yeah. So, But like it was blew my mind. Uh, the way it works. 2000 to 2008. What? That's not right. Four seasons of The Real World. The Miz? The Real World, The Challenge. Oh. And Road Rules. I didn't know that. (laughs) Do you know what his real name is? Uh, Brendan, Brendan Parker. No. <laughs> um, so it's Theodore. Miz. Cap- Capitani. Von Kernatowski. He's fucking Italian. <laughs> He's Theodore Capitani Von Kernatowski. It's a fucking, uh, it's a fucking yeah, name right there, bro. It's a fucking name if I ever heard one. That's some like capo fucking godfather level fucking name right there. It's a fucking name. But the last name also sounds Russian as fuck, so... That's a name... Polish, maybe? Kernatowski? I didn't say that. <laughs> that was wildly racist. Is that oh racist? Oh my god, yeah. I've always heard people say that. <laughs> I didn't know it was racist. <laughs> it's like fucking uh, uh, Randall in Clerks 2. He says that? No. No, but like the same level of like awareness about it. Damn, bro. <laughs> I just heard... I won't just say who, but I've always heard people say it. Damn, I'm going to cut that um, out. <laughs> Are there any of them here? <laughs> <laughs> they were... Uh, <clears throat> they make sausages. That's all the Polish sausage. Polish people were a large part of the Jewish population that was killed in World War II as oh, well. Fuck, so. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any in my family, so I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I know this one guy at our liquor store. Every time he walks in, he tells me another uh, fucking joke. And I'm like, I get it, but I'm saying it in context, so fuck off. <laughs> then again, that doesn't matter. Just cut them both. I'm just going to finish telling the story <laughs> no, right now. Them out. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. I do not understand why people think Polish people are stupid. Is that a thing? Apparently. Damn, it's like dude. a huge stereotype. And I'm like... I don't know where it comes from or why people think it's funny. I'm just like, yeah, ha-ha. I'm like, now I'm starting to think, should I be condoning this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes you wonder how much racism you condone during the day. I think we all condone it in some way. Yeah, I think so. Without thinking about it. But, I don't know. It's wild. 
Sorry. <clears throat> Sprite got me. You got anything else this week, sir? No. What's that squeaking sound? Um. All right. Well, in that case, if you don't mind, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Make sure to like, rate, subscribe. Really helps us reach out to the viewers. We really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next time. My name is Anthony Stevens. <laughs> Damien Leva. Peace. Peace. This is episode 107. Correct. It's easier to keep track of when we do it every week. That is. I don't have to go like, oh. Uh, Twenty dollars. Nice ass. Twenty. Is that Al Pacino? <laughs> you started going off on the way you were saying it sounded like Al Pacino. So I was like, got a nice ass. It wasn't a good one. I understand, but still. What movie is that from? Is that Scent of a Woman? Nice ass. Damn it. We're just going to put it in the intro. <laughs> nice ass. You got a nice ass. Al Pacino. For the longest time, I thought Al Pacino really talked like Tony Montana. Heat. Oh, it's in Heat. Okay. Because she's oh, got a yeah. great ass. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Marciano. seen the dialogue that monologue between him and uh robert de niro oh my god yes At, in the restaurant oh, it was a disaster yeah fucking beautiful yeah it's great fucking, stuff it's fucking great yeah but for the longest time i thought he talked like uh tony montana in real life <clears throat> before i fucking uh, i mean that's fair i thought he did too because that's the only movie i knew him from when i was yeah, a kid yeah when i was a kid you know i didn't really watch a whole lot of fucking uh i started saying it like that too and i had to pull away <laughs> Oh, the episode with the Boston accents is coming up soon. 317. Mark it on your calendar. Yeah, and then we're also doing one with New York accents. I'm walking here! I'm walking here. Fucking $20? Got <laughs> some pimento loaf? <laughs> what? <laughs> fucking no idea, bro. 
<laughs> you guys the fucking uh, what kind of cheese does New Yorkers eat? New Yorkers eat the Gouda. The Gouda. Mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> Mozzarella. The fucking Guido say it's a fucking uh, yeah. You tag you don't say some taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man when he's running after the fucking school bus. He's like, get your cab! Stop the bus! Stop, Stop the, the bus. bus! He's been chasing us since Woodhaven Boulevard. <laughs> this, she has no New York accent. I wish either. she did. That would have <laughs> sound cool. Stop the bus! He's been chasing us since Woodhaven Boulevard. It's weird. The one who has... No, that was Boston. The, the one who has the most New Yorkish accent is fucking Tom Holland. No, he doesn't! When? Especially when he's in the bodega and stuff like that. You're out of your ass. Like, he plays it up on that. Toby, there's never a hint of New York. No, I wish there was. Andrew, never a hint of New York. Uncle Ben did, though, in the first one. I I do agree. He's like, you fucking... fucking, (laughs) (laughs) You fucking... uh, What are the fucking... What do they call each other? You fucking cocksucker. (laughs) That's just Joey Diaz, bro. How <laughs> many was dying? Peter, <laughs> you fucking cocksucker! This is all your fault. Peter, <laughs> you fucking cocksucker! You better take care of your aunt May. I'll come back and I'll fucking haunt you. You fucking cocksucker! <sighs> That's my uncle. The human spider. But Tom Holland, I think, has more of the accent. It's okay. not heavy, but it's there. Peter. Don't forget we're painting the kitchen after school. <laughs> don't start without me. Don't start out with me. Want to get a bite? Already got one. <laughs> Want a bite? <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the newspaper, looking for a job. Computer analyst, computer salesman. <laughs> He's like, computer salesman, computer analyst. My lord, even the computers need analysts these days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like when Jostel Aunt May is praying to Uncle Ben on the bed. And Green Coven busts in. He's like, finish it! <laughs> And she's like, those eyes! Those <laughs> yellow eyes! <laughs> I can't fucking quit laughing. Jesus! Finish it! Do the great ass line as Willem Dafoe. I can't. Was that a good Willem Dafoe voice? I don't even know. <laughs> no, I just want to... It wasn't even anything particular. He's growling. It's not it like it's... A gra- that's the great... <laughs> That's why he's the GOAT! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. He's got a great ass! (laughs) Just the way he jumps into it is fucking amazing. I don't know why I let myself get into this. It's because she's got a great ass! You fucking cockroach. I can't even do a fucking Cuban accent. A Cuban accent. 
In Cuba. Now that I try to sound like a Jamaican, I won't be able to do it. I like that scene of Scarface when fucking his friend tries to go over to that chick and talk to her. And she rejects him. And he walks away and he's like, fucking lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite fucking... uh, It just reminds me of one of my favorite fucking Bo Burnham jokes. Uh, He says, uh, there was a rainbow on the day my grandma died. Fucking lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Or he said, uh, my Aunt Shelly always said, slow and steady wins the race. She died in a fire. (laughs) I like in Spider Man 2 when Harry smacks Peter (laughs) at the planetarium thing. Remember when Peter goes to take pictures of uh, J. John Jameson's son and Mary Jane? And And Harry's there and he's all drunk. Oh, yeah. Huh, brother? He smacks him with three fingers. (laughs) 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 I was going to say something extremely sexist, but I'm going to hold it back till after the podcast. No, it's not okay. Okay. Huh, brother? All right, cut it out, but... (laughs) If he hits like that, did any of those girls from his film class have anything to worry about? <laughs> That's going in. That's fucking bad. Just cut it out. No. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> no, cut it out. I don't give a shit. Fucking cut it out. Maybe we need a little bit more fucking <clears throat> danger in these podcasts to make it go somewhere. The power of the sun in the palm of my hand. <clears throat> okay, I'm done. <laughs> Okay. Oh, we haven't even done the fucking... <laughs> Wait for you, bro. Damn, bro. I just went on a fucking rant.